So now on to Iacus's horns because it was just no, the tips. no, 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 just the tip. no, no. We do just not. The tip. We do not segue from <laughs> that conversation to dehorning the, the Minotaur. <laughs> Not just, okay. just the tip. No, no, no. Calais says you're too horny. Gotta, gotta take them off. Sorry. <laughs> Both of them. No. <laughs> Would you rather those or the one down below? I'm not that attached to the the horns, you know. <laughs> 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 they, 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 I was gonna say he's got a pair of horns in his pants. Sometimes he got a single horn in his pants. Oh no! No, <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I kisses a triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> Going to try to make uh, Nameless a, uh, a weird half-brother. <laughs> he's, he's one half uh, cow-ass, one half horse-ass. Completely Iacus's child, though, because he's a giant ass. Speaking of giant asses. I uh, like... We're going to name him Rump Roast. <laughs> how, how did you know Iacus's, uh concept name at the very beginning. Now, speaking of giant asses, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party, where the party may be average. But the asses are not. That's true. The, the party's asses are chef's kiss. Uh, just works of art. See, uh, you described Neville as having kind of this pot belly, so I imagine he's got a, a slightly larger than normal ass as well. <laughs> he's just got like the normal gnome figure. Gnomes by nature are not lithe. They're they're kind of, you know. I mean, he has a badonka donk. They they got a little bit of a spindly and round. They're spindly and round. They're they're, they're soft looking and they're very soft. Got a little junk in that trunk. Neville's got junk in his trunk. It, it's a it's a just a pleasant curve. He's got just the right amount of belly, just the right amount of booty, and. You don't need to know what else is under that loincloth because he's not that kind of character. I'm sure we already know. Unless you're random. Or to the dragon. That is a rumor. Unfounded rumor. <laughs> Hashtag not canon yet. Hashtag wouldn't remember anyway. <laughs> that is true. So speaking of remembering, what, uh, what happened last time, you guys? We didn't die. <laughs> we um, actually... When, I mean, it, when it comes to Philomena. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you started out dead. So, uh, we've got... We made our way through a tree, because after we killed the hag, uh, Iacus... Spoiler alerts! Yeah, Iacus was <laughs> able to kill the hag in the previous episode, and then this episode we uh, found out that Nameless is able to talk to the trees of the jungle again, and... Cal... Uh, I can never say her name. Calais. 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 Yeah. Menes. But that's her sister. Uh, she was able to point us in the direction of the disturbance and of the, hopefully, the last hag sister. Please be the last one. And uh, Nameless was able to get us real close there, and we continued through this much more open jungle where we saw a basically a temple being held up by some vines. Uh, Nothing bad happened after that. There are some undead one-eyed giants there. Some. Some. Like about 200 or so, not a lot. And they, uh, and we had to split up uh, with Calais and uh, Nameless helping us get 
across the vines to the island where the temple was on, and we had just gotten in there. I was waiting for him to say, ah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, you guys had just gotten in the temple. Um, the, the temple itself is shaped like a, uh, a giant ziggurat. Um, if you've seen that classic, like, uh, blocky, square, Aztec-style temple, um, when you get inside, um, as you guys launched yourself over the wall with a couple of the undead in hot pursuit, um, there's a, a large open area. The temple, as far as you can see, based on what the, the size you saw outside, is completely hollow. Uh, inside, there's a small raised pedestal that's got a, a gigantic brazier on it. There is a weirdly out-of-place lounge chair, um, which is to say it's big and fancy and has uh, all kinds of fluff and, and gold bits on it. Is it uh, tacky? It is very tacky. So tacky. And there is a podium with uh, a hag bent over it, and that vortex is coming off of her. As uh, as you guys stand up and brush yourselves off, uh, the hag turns around, and she is hideous. She's not under any illusion of any kind. Um, she's wearing the, the tattered remains of a, of a dress. It's hard to tell what color it is. Um, it's just so covered in covered in uh, grime and gunk. Since apparently <laughs> gunk is a word that, that upsets Ray. You you forgot goop yeah, as well. Yes, goop. She, she well no, it's not covered in goop, she's dripping goop. Ew. Um, she she's very very oozing. Yeah, she's oozing, if you will. Ew. Don't join in and help. Uh, she's she's pustulant and goop. <laughs> <laughs> Pustulant is one of those words that sounds like when you're trying to compliment just the most foul creature. And you're like, Your appearance is very pustulant. I don't care about that. Pustulant. So she, she, her face is very reminiscent of her sister's in that it's on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's smashed open. We're working on that. Uh, no, it's, um, she has a very long, crooked nose mm. and kind of weirdly pointed ears. Her skin is this grayish-green color. Oh, so this is, this is Meg Mucklebones. That's a fair comparison, yeah. Um, her, her hair hangs down probably to her knees in these, uh, just dirty, filthy strands. And on her fingers, um. She has just six, eight-inch-long nails. Uh, clasped in one hand that she's holding up against her chest is a book. Um, and the vortex is coming off of the book. And with her other hand, she just sees you, holds it out, and starts casting some kind of magic at you. So, I'd like to run up and try and knock the book out of her hand. Go ahead and give me an initiative check, then. <laughs> Yeah, and Neville wants to try to flank her. Actually, why don't uh, why don't all of you guys give me give me an initiative check? Hot I damn! Sh- I suppose I should roll one for her as well. 
So let's see. We've got Philomena. Twenty-two. Very good. Iacus. Twenty-six. You're slacking there. I know. Neville. Twenty-five. And Thea. Twenty-five. Do you care which of you goes first? Not really. Yeah, no. So, our order is that hag. Um, Philomena? I thought she she only got a twenty-two. Hey, 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 hey. Not a hag in this one. When have you been a hag? Never, I'm just... I could have been a hag. We're just busting on Philomena. Hilda could have been a hag. No, no, Hilda was young and hot. Yeah, Hilda was a hot babe. And the listeners never got to meet Hilda because that was my campaign, and Um, he did not record that. Pay, uh, you know, join us at the the, uh, $25 a month tier, and you can go back in time (laughs) and listen to our non-recorded off-season game. If we get to the $1,000 tier, we'll have to actually replay that whole campaign and record it. But we'll have to play each other's characters. Oh, that yes. would be fun. Steve gets to play Pepepe. Nope, you can take one right. of my I've, dead hands. I've already got enough bards. <laughs> you kind of do, hon. I'd like to see one is enough. play Pepepe. So, just so we can keep things clear in our heads of general positions, uh, if you guys want to hand me something to represent your characters. Oh. The mini still oh. has the hat and jacket. <laughs> you poor baby. Sophia is blue mm-hmm. and Neville is sparkly. I mean, they're both sparkly. Well, the defining characteristic of that dice is more sparkle. Yours actually has a color to it. Yeah. His is, has no numbers. Quote, unquote. Yeah, so... Uh, without saying a word the the hag just spins around and points at yeah probably Iacus that's a good you're you're big that's generally how threats go is she doing a ranged attack she is doing a close attack um so when she points at Iacus, she starts channeling this energy, and from the wall behind you, several of the vines try to lash out and hit you with poisonous barbs. Does a 14 hit your physical defense? No. no. She takes one large step back and then just brandishes her claws. And waits for one of y'all to charge in. Which, knowing how things go, is going to be Iacus. <laughs> hey, funny fact. Mm-hmm. I'm going to charge you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now, like I said before, my my intent is to try and knock the book out of her hand. Mm-hmm. How would I go about doing that? Um, do, do you want an actual attack? or? So, you're going to probably have to give me a strength check. Okay. And it's going to be at a severe penalty. Seeing as how I'm rolling, I think I'll just hit her. Or try to. Do the spear, Goldberg. So, before before you start doing anything, okay. um, 
whenever you get close to her, you start feeling this uh, pulling at your brain, uh-huh. and you're going to take eight points of psychic damage. Okay. And while you are engaged with her, you will take eight points of psychic, or you will take two, two d six points of psychic damage at the start of every one of your turns. My cursed die is not, in fact, a nineteen. It is five. Let's have a question. That magic induced sleep. It was was. I probably know the answer. Was that enough to clear out our cursed reduced reduction of hit points? No. Didn't think so. No, you guys have not had a full night's sleep since I didn't think so. entering the jungle. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Before you know, we get our hit points knocked out from under us. Yeah, so I guess. Alright, I am going to do the Sacred Willow Sutra. Mm-hmm. It's my uh, Sacred Fist opener. And no escalation die. Um, so, dex plus level, okay, alright, plus one, will a 23 hit her AC? It will not. Okay. Um, then on a miss, I will spend one key point. Which leaves me two left yes. to get the cycle bonus. And on a miss, uh, she gets uh, holy damage equal to my level. Mm-hmm. So four holy damage. Right. So when you swing at her, what does what your, your uh, holy martial arts look like? Um, it's been a while. Yeah, no, it's uh, his fist actually starts glowing um, with a radiant light, and it, it just comes around trying to hit her. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it whiffs by her face, the the holy radiance does burn her as the uh, punch goes by her face. Mm-hmm. Yep, you you uh, swing, and that that light arcs to her. Uh, she's very fast. Um, her sister was the one that you were able to easily kill in the jungle. Was significantly thinner and more brittle. She looks like she's got some some meat on her. Um, Neville, it is your turn. All right. That lounge chair looks kind of suspicious to Neville. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it giving off any kind of? Uh, Magical what's-its? Uh, you'd have to spend your turn analyzing it to to get a really good sense of what it's got going on. This, you know what, this hag might kill us, so Neville's going to just wreck her chair. So he's gonna just go up to it and just start smashing it with his little gnome fists. What, no fire? Oh, there's, there's fire, it's just... We'll see, like, first of all, uh, Infernal Transformation uh, can't roll lower than a zero because there's no escalation die. Uh, but he's going to run up to it, and he's going to uh, actually uh, just call this a wild wild whim. He's going to try to hit it, actually, with a... I'm going to use his close attack, actually, I think, because that is a little more uh, potent. 
Ooh. So that is a 19 on the die mm -hmm. to smack the chair with, uh, with the chaos magic. Mm -hmm. So that is a 29 versus, oh, I got to roll a d3 to see what kind. That is against its uh, PD. Okay. And let's see. Um, so do I smash the chair? Uh, with with that energy, how much how much damage and what type of energy? So, uh, since I'm rolling for for random type, I can also add the die to its. Oops, yeah, that is the wrong die type. Um, so that is going to be uh, acid damage, mm -hmm. and that is going to be. Five points of uh, five plus uh, fourteen, so or that's actually eighteen. Eighteen acid damage to it. Okay, so here's what happens. Um, Neville goes to attack this chair, and whenever he arcs this acid energy into it, the chair lights up with this brilliant. Uh, red and orange flame. Uh, he instantly transforms into his uh, devil form. And while he is in devil form, he gains regeneration five. God damn. <laughs> and, and there is, uh, all of you can see, there is this thin tendril of energy arcing from the chair to to Neville, and awesome. So since I have uh, rolled a natural sixteen plus on my close attack for chaos magic, I get to make a more chaos magic attack against that same target or a creature engaged with it has a free action. Is that chair still? Uh, the chair is still there. Is but it is not engaged with the hag. Hmm. So I could just keep wailing on it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. But no, uh, I think, I think that'll just be. Uh, so, Neville, no one's ever seen Neville naked when he uh, transforms into a tiefling, but he goes full tiefling, like fur on his legs and everything. You're a tiny Tasmanian devil. And. Uh, With horns. And he's going to point at the hag and say. You're next, baby girl. Sophia, you, you see all of that. <laughs> the hag looks unimpressed. <laughs> that is disconcerting. But Thea is going to use her range attack, Rock's Curse, on the hag with Holy Fire. Mm -hmm. Because that is fun. Okay. Roll. Is a 23 against MD. 23 against MD is a hit. What did you roll? 11. 11. Alright. Does the thingy go up? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, mine should go up too. Can we find the 6? Yes, just a reminder if you make a successful attack, your curse die goes up by 1. Oh, was. Uh, never mind. I, I forgot. That I actually got a boon out of that hit earlier because it was a 19, so. Okay, and I'm also going to add on. Um. Scream of victory. Mm -hmm. So I get to buff you guys. 
and debuff her. So how much damage? It's 14 damage. Okay. And, okay, until the start of my next turn, each ally in battle adds double the escalation die to their attacks and damage. And enemy, enemies who could use it do not get to. Alright. Because fuck you, hag. So right now there is no escalation die, but it yeah. will be active until it comes back around to you next round. Yeah. So everybody but Philomena is going to get this. Sorry. That's okay. I can't wait to do it again later. Alright, Philomena. So, what else did you say was in the room besides the chair and the hag? So, there is a podium that previously had a book on it. There's the book in her arms, and there is a giant brazier, which is a pit full of oil that is burning. It's a pan fire. Yes, it is. It is just a gigantic torch. And our only light source currently. And currently your only light source. So, you're telling me, in other words, don't mess with it? Or do. <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that Hag in the Dark might be terrifying. Just saying I'll give you one action point if you <laughs> if you do my dirty work for me. I mean, there are vines that could you no know, burst into flame. Um. So the podium. Mm-hmm. How big is it compared to me? Um. It's. Probably about five feet tall. Okay. So I could lift it. I mean, not very high, but I could lift it. No? Oh, I was waiting to see if the dogs continued. Oh. (laughs) Is it a stone podium, or...? Uh, Yes, it is made out of... Well, no, it looks like it's made out of wood. Okay. It'd be difficult to pick up. If it's like a solid wood podium. But you might be able to do it. Or just knock it over or something. My idea is... um, In order to not get too close to her... My idea was to pick it up to try to... Or not even just push it towards her to maybe knock the book. Maybe not even... She has the the book. Like this? Curled up under her arm. It's not open and... No. Oh. Oh. I thought it was open and the tornado was coming out of it. It is. Well, the tornado is coming out of it, but she's got a hold of it. Okay. okay. What is she currently doing? Uh, she is currently snapping at Iacus's face and trying to gouge his eyeballs out with her claws. Okay, so she is not doing a ranged attack. So, then my only option is to use my spirit blade and run in charge and try to slice her. Sure. So you run in and take damage. Take ten points of psychic damage. Okay. I, I get knocked down. But do you get up again? Take him a spear blade and slice her. That would be 25 versus AC. That is a hit. Yay. So it's 18 negative energy damage. Mm-hmm. So when your blade slices into her, uh, there is a lot of resistance. It barely even cuts her skin. 
there anything else you would like to do? No. Uh, so we're at the beginning of the round. Does anybody have an escalation or a d6 that I can borrow for the escalation die? So the escalation die is now one, which means treat it as two until she comes around. Yep. So it's two for attacks and two for damage as well. Right. Yes. Uh, and you said if she would be eligible to get the escalation die, she can't? Yep. Alright, so there's two of you right in front of her, and that is a great coincidence because she has, in fact, two attacks that she is going to make. Cool. Uh, we'll say the first one is against Iacus. That is a 24 versus AC. Yep. So uh, you're going to take some damage. <laughs> 31 points of damage. Oh, oh shit! As she slices into you, and do you have any particular resistances? Mm -hmm. right. So it is poison damage. Okay. Uh, and I was about to say against Suna, but it's against Philomena. <laughs> that is a 25 versus AC. Uh, yeah. So you take 21 points of damage. As she just drags her claw across Iacus, just straight into you. Maybe attack the chair like I did. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, range! Uh, she is... I don't have any ranged. <laughs> you do. I don't. The only way I can use it is if she is making a ranged attack, which is why I keep asking. Is it a special trigger? Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I, I can't. Uh... And she is going to take a couple steps back from you guys. And looks like she's going to try and do something with the book. She holds it up in front of her with both hands, and it looks like she is trying to wrestle it so that it is pointed at you two. Uh, but I guess it is your turn. Oh, wait a minute. Is she attempting to disengage from me? She is immune to opportunity attacks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run around behind her and hit her again. So you're going to take some damage. Mm -hmm. So it's eight points of damage, psychic. I am now staggered. <laughs> yeah. I'm past that. <laughs> but I am now behind her. Mm -hmm. And I'll try and hit her again. So. That is a 28. Versus? AC. And what did you roll on that day? Uh, that was a 17. Okay. And it's holy damage. Alright, so your curse die goes up by one. Okay. Okay. So, this is strength. This is greeting fist. I'm going to toss gore in there. Mm -hmm. And I have to reroll two of the d6s. Oh, thank you. Uh, let's see. Is that everything? 
punch score. Yes. You mean that everything as you roll 17 dice over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's 12, 16. Don't forget to add 2 to it because that 2 is really going to matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something. 30. I mean, historically, you guys have had monsters hold on with less 30, than 2 hit points for multiple rounds. 46. 48. Oh, wait. I get to add strength and wisdom. 48. So that's 51. <laughs> 53 damage to her. Mm-hmm. Holy. And uh, I can heal HP equal to me or a nearby ally. Um, how bad are you? Yeah. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and do me. I'm sorry. Um, four. Ah, excellent. Four, six hit points, but hey, it's, uh, it's hit points. So. Are you still, uh, staggered? No. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Just, just okay. staggered. And, I'm not done yet. I'm going to take a quick action and utilize my breath weapon... Mm-hmm. And try and unload on her there. Um, I will trigger my curse die. Okay. So breath weapon does not go off. Let me find that fancy. Sorry for the rustling pages. Ah, pages rustling. Rustle my jimmies. From all around you, uh, you hear the the echoing laughter of this hag, and you hear this uh, sharp buzzing sound as you are swarmed by biting insects. Okay. Um, You have ongoing four damage. Okay. Uh, Fifteen won't hit her PD, right? Fifteen will not hit her PD, correct. Uh, you have four ongoing damage. Okay. That damage increases by one per round until you spend a standard action to spend a recovery and gain no healing. I can't save out of it? Nope. Okay. Neville. All right. Atticus gets in the first good hit, which actually I guess is there with her. Gets in the Behind first her. good hit, and uh, it's called Theater of the Mind, Mike. It's all relative. Behind her. We're, we're not playing fourth edition. So, uh, and you start seeing all these bugs swarm Iacus as the hag rocks back from that hit. So, question about Thea's ability. Mm-hmm. Um, when... Does it just say that we count the escalation die has twice what it is for attacks and damage? For just for attacks and damage? Yes. Correct. Okay. Oh. Let me, let me look at something real quick. Would a 17 hit her PD? It would not. Okay. Because I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, I might be able to do something about the. about the. Uh, some of the damage you guys are taking next turn, but for this turn. Uh, 
Neville is going to, he's in his full infernal form. Uh, he is going to go ahead and, uh, uh, let's, let's go ahead and do the, uh, chaos magic this time at the hag. Are you sure the chair is still open? I, I got something out of the chair. I don't think it. Oh, by the way, if your regeneration goes off at the beginning of the round. Yeah, I'm already at full. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, Neville is going to fire. My cursed die is at a 9. That is a, another 19 on the die. Nice. And so that is going to be a total of 29. Versus? Versus, oh, I got to roll for that. Uh, versus the same thing as last time. Uh, uh, PD. That is a hit. All right, and so that's going to do uh, roll for the damage type. That's going to be more acid damage at... Actually, I'm going to use my Chaos Empowerment to make this force damage okay. uh, by adjusting the roll by one. And, uh, and I'm going to add... Uh, so that's going to be a total of... Uh, looks like... 18, and then I it says that I get to add my random die to the damage if rolling for random type. Correct. Does that mean I roll it again or use the same roll? Use the same roll. Okay. So that's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be... Oh, yeah. Uh, I modified that up to a 6. So that's going to be 24 force damage. Mm -hmm. And then uh, does it look like it, it deals a solid hit? It does. Cool. And then... That because that's another natural sixteen plus, I trigger more chaos magic. Uh, so uh, Neville gets to make another attack. It's two digits. That's all that matters. Uh, that is going to be a uh, twenty-one versus. Oh, I gotta roll for this one too. Versus PD again. That is a hit. All right, cool. And that is going to be uh, just another uh, 15 random type damage. Uh, that's going to be 15, 19 psychic damage. And because that one succeeded on a hit, one more special trigger attack. Neville's just laying into her. Go for it. What's the lowest of her uh, AC, PD, or MD? Uh, PC, uh, PD, and MD are tied. Okay. So this is targeting the lowest of those. Mm -hmm. And there's three attacks involved. Okay. Okay. So Cursed Eye goes off once, but I crit on the third one, and the second one probably just misses. All right, so let's... Deal with the cursed die first. Which is good because my cursed die was at an 11. <laughs> yep, so. Uh, strangely, you've got the same result as Iacus, which is to say now those biting insects are swarming you and you have ongoing 4 damage. Okay. Ongoing 4. But I also have regen 5. Correct. So, <laughs> so I, got, I can buy myself a little bit of time. But unlike your. Uh, your regen, the 
the biting insect scale. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm gonna have to do something about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that and is. What was your crit? Um, the second one in the middle, I'm pretty sure missed, but it wasn't a wasn't below the cursed die. Mm-hmm. That was uh, actually it might not have. That was a 28 versus uh, MD or PD. Oh no, that that hits. Wait, was it be a 28? Because I rolled an eight on the die, plus 10, plus two, so it would have been a would have been a 20. That still would have hit. Oh, okay, so that one actually does hit. That does uh, 10. Uh, let's see, let me look at this again. Uh, it does, oh, it does uh, 10 random type damage. So there's 10, uh, 15 acid damage. Okay. No, 14. 14 psychic damage. I can't modify it up anymore. And then the crit is going to be um, the crit is going to be 22 so 24 fire damage 24 fire all right so i need to make some attack rolls real quick as a thing happens So, Philomena, does a 25 hit your PD? Yes. Iacus, does a 15 hit your PD? No. Neville, that is a crit. (laughs) Does a 30 hit your PD? Let me check my character sheet. (laughs) It just says here, flip off Gary. And Thea, does a 23 hit your PD? So what does it look like when Neville burns this this hag down? He uh, he's just going crazy with the fire, but even in his like infernal rage, he realizes that blowing fire into air is probably a really bad idea. So he's going to aim for her feet, mm-hmm. and he just I I just imagine these attacks. He's just like throwing punches in the air and throwing this energy at her like avatar firebending style and uh so with the fire one he just uh full flamethrower to her feet like and uh is holding his fist out like that as the flames just completely uh consume and buffet her with little swirling like basically like little tiny fists of fire pounding at her Mm -hmm. so uh each of you that got a hit, which I believe was Philomena and no, oh, we got I got critted. Um, I got hit. Okay. I think we all got hit. Except for right. him. Uh, I was the only one who did not. So um, the two of you that just got a hit, um, as she burns up, the hag lets out this horrid, terrible scream. Uh, you two are uh, temporarily deafened. Wait, them two? Or no, no, you and me. You, you, you and oh, Thea. You and me. Okay. And Thea. Uh, Neville is permanently deafened. Oh, shit. And the sort of gloom that has hung over you guys since entering the jungle fades away 
Fuck you, cursed eye. Uh, those of you who had started to gain icy appendages uh, very rapidly, you begin to uh, condensate and sweat and return to your normal body temperature. Um, and that ice just melts off of you. As uh, the book hits the ground, that vortex does not stop and just starts getting faster and faster and fairly soon looks like it's going to start uh, covering the whole room. Um, I'm going to try and call out to Philomena. Uh, you <laughs> 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 pointed to staff and said Philomena. Exactly, yeah. No. Uh, I'm going to call out to Thea, uh-huh. and uh, when she doesn't respond, I'm going to snap in front of her face and say, Come on! Got a book! You're the yeah, book I mean, person! She would, she would have been, noticed the book on the ground, she would go die before that. Yep, so, uh, Thea, you grab the book, and you realize that it's more or less in the shape of a book. Uh-huh. Um, so think, you know, binding, mm-hmm. uh, covers, pages. But it looks like it's made out of solid metal. And when you touch it, it sprouts the space that... Uh, those of you who are not deafened, which is just I guess, <laughs> I guess at this point, you hear it scream at her, yeah. and it burns away part of your clothing. Uh, and you take six points of psychic damage and you cannot pick that book up as as i see that i'm gonna i'm gonna run over to uh philomena i guess i'll get it right this time Mm -hmm. and shake her and point her at the book sight and mimic screaming like question mark like and try and get her to go if only the listeners could see the gestures that I'm, I'm going to look at Icus like he's nuts, and then... Because he is. I'm going to think he's talking about Thea screaming, so I'm going to walk over towards Thea and put my hand on her shoulder. Uh, yeah, I'm looking up at you. Dude, I'm going to mouth, are you okay? I'll go point at the damn book! <laughs> the book! Thea will point at the book, too. She may nod that she's okay, but, you know, can't um, close I'm, it. I'm going to pick up the book. So when Philomena picks up the book, uh, the outer shell of it is made of this metal and there's this screaming face on it and then it just flows off of a book up your arm into your armor. Your armor, as described, was kind of this uh, skin-tight outfit. Um, It starts to fill out more... Um, and more and more to the point where you are wearing a full suit of plate mail and in your hands is a gigantic, perhaps textbook-sized book. Um, It appears to have a bookmark in it. I'm going to open to where the bookmark is. And when you open the book, the vortex stops. Am I more ghostly again yeah when you look down you are you are your normal self and and i can not be a body like i can 
Vape. If you go, <laughs> if you go incorporeal, the book drops to the floor. Yeah, don't do that. But I. But it worked. Yes. Are okay. you are you doing that to test it? Just to test it. Yes, and then the book I'm... falls on the floor. Okay, oh, I'm, the I'm... D- dives underneath the book. Ah, <laughs> uh, catch. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm okay. I'm I'm back and I'm catching the book. Uh, oh, you take it from my cold dead yeah. hands. Sophia, you have you have this book. It's leather bound, and looks very very old. Um, when you caught it, it flipped open mm-hmm. to the bookmarked page, and there is this. Um, it's probably about three inches wide, mm-hmm. um, and maybe six or seven inches long. It's a flat piece of rose quartz um, that's acting as a bookmark, mm-hmm. and it has a uh, red and orange and gold tassel strung through the top of it. Okay, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's on the page? So, on the pages, just the one that it's open to is... Um, will say a process by which you can directly turn a soul into fuel for some infernal machines. Huh. Infernal. Uh, I'm going to yell for Neville. Neville's no. can't I, know, I know Neville's yeah, too. He, he's <laughs> looking around in, in kind of a daze. Has he has he become less infernal now? Uh, or is he, is it still on? It is still on. In fact, the chair is still glowing. And is still linked to him. Maybe you should check that out. Iacus hears her screaming for Neville. I see Neville also not responding. And I'm I'm going to go wave in front of Neville's face and point at her. And then I'm going to point at the chair and go, <laughs> what the fuck? Neville can't. Can't hear anything. Yeah, so I know, like, but you uh, see the, like, the arms. He's, he's arms filling, and he's fresh in his face. Yeah, he's not really sure what Iacus is asking of him. He's still kind of in a daze, and he's going to walk over to the chair and put his hand on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to try to figure out. Uh, he's a magical item expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what's the deal with this chair? So uh, I'll just tell you this: when you put your hand on it, you are compelled to sit in it. And the second you do, um, you regain all of your recoveries, um, all of your uh, expended magical items are restored, your hearing is restored, and actually a little, uh, a little, uh, what do you call them, uh, what's the bottom part of her? Footrest. Footrest, yes, that's... I have one, use it every day, and don't know what the hell it's called. Uh, a footrest pops out, and a some kind of uh, fizzly liquid uh, <laughs> appears in a glass on the armrest. And you are sitting in perhaps the most comfortable chair you have ever sat in. Even if it is tacky. Even if it is ungodly tacky. Neville's going to take a drink of the liquid? Oh, it burns all the way down. Mm. And then he's gonna like kind of scoot off of the chair and come over to uh, Thea and. Hey, look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Oh, the Hag's book, and he's going to uh, start taking a look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start flipping, and your hand brushes up against that that uh, bookmark, and mm-hmm. it starts to glow. 
You said it's a piece of little uh, rose quartz. Rose quartz. Is it translucent at all? Yes. It, huh. it, it is, like imagine a standard bookmark. Uh, it is almost that flat. So I can see through it. Perfect. Can I hold it up to the page and and see anything different? So when Neville grabs the bookmark and holds it up, uh, it actually starts uh, projecting onto the floor. So think of that classic, like super fancy calligraphy signature. Uh, it just starts names as you're looking through it. You can see names getting scribbled onto the floor. Um, there's effectively two columns. There is um, some, what you recognize as gnomish names. And then there is a column of very hard to pronounce words. Uh, and just the longer you look, the more they scroll, the more they scroll until you see your great-grandfather, grandfather, father, your name. And each of you has a, uh, has something in that second column. And then once it passes your name, it keeps scrolling further down and further down. Write this down. And, and uh, Neville's going... Uh, you your ears is like Neville still deaf? I'm temporarily deafened, but I'm still yeah, deaf. She's okay. still deaf. So uh, he's going to hand you a quill and have you uh, write down and point to the names and say... Uh, you might have to give me the thing to look through. Yeah, but as his name comes down, he's going to try to pronounce the 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 one that he's has his name. Yes. And I will scribe it for you. As, uh, as you do so, uh, that chair stops being lit up. And you feel that connection terminate. You feel like yourself, and you are no longer in your devilish form. Probably the smoothest one of these transformations has gone. It just completely... Yeah, you didn't even notice it. Soap bubble popped. <laughs> and Neville is just going to close his eyes and sit down and breathe a sigh of relief and then just kind of slump over uh, he's exhausted pat, pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. gonna check on him make sure he's still alive he's still breathing okay he, he reaches up and, and just like pats Iacus is like You've helped me break a curse, not only on me, but on generations of my family yet to come. It was fun traveling with you, too. And actually, for that matter, if Neville continues to look, his name disappears from that list, and all the names after his disappear from the list as well. I guess it's going to call out and say, Sabathiel? Sabathiel appears behind Thea. Thea's like, got got her nose in that book, she's flipping through it. Uh, Sabathiel, when he appears, he, uh, you know, Thea starts flipping through pages, and he appears behind her, and there's this slight gust of wind as his wings flap, 
uh, and the pages are turning faster than Thea can can flip them. And uh, okay, okay, I'm hands off now. And it's like and it just stops on what Thea recognizes as a uh, ritual to transubstantiate a divine entity into a primal power. Ooh. Thea's not going to hug the book, look up at Sabathia, Sabathia, look back at Iacus, and just have this huge grin on her face. He'll give her two thumbs up. Hey, Savvy, can you, uh, can you fix her hearing? You, uh, you see it look at you and just roll its eye. <laughs> That's a very athletic thing for it to do whenever its whole body is an eye. <laughs> kind of funny how Neville was permanently deaf and yet somehow got his hearing back before uh, Thea did. I mean, I haven't gotten mine back. We know. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, we don't. Uh, well. So, well, we the players know. Speaking of, what what is Philomena doing? Admiring myself and my body, <laughs> and I'm I'm I keep walking through things and. So the first time you walk through something uh-huh. and return to corporeal form, you uh-huh. materialize. Uh-huh. Your hearing is back. I'm gonna pretend it's not. <laughs> and. Happily ever after. <laughs> so I'm like, still deaf. Yeah, after a few minutes, your your hearing returns. You're uh, reading a very yeah. bad pop. <laughs> you, for a while, like that's how you know it's returning is because all you hear is this terrible ringing in your mm-hmm. in your your hearing. Um, Neville, uh, actually everyone. Uh, while I'm glad that y'all are all set. Last we saw, my wife and son were getting swarmed by undead. Right, we we should go. Let's go see if they need some help. But how long do you think that ritual will take? Can I hear now? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Everything is very muffled still. Okay, say that that one more time. Sabathiel turned a page to a book. How long do you think that will take, whatever that is? Uh, A couple of days. It's not a a now thing. All right, then let's let's grab grab the book and get going. Shove it in the bag. Let's go. Yeah. So the only the only thing is it has to take place at a place of immense arcane. Power. I'm sure we can find one. You're in one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, we, we, we can, can come back. Come back. Mm-hmm. You know, when his wife and child are not dead. Or maybe they are. Bum bum bum. Yeah. So you you climb back out. Uh, I'm I, just gonna walk through the wall. Yeah. So uh, Philomena just walks through <laughs> the side of the temple. And then falls. Um, there, there are uh, corpses everywhere. It looks like some of them were about to climb into the temple when they just collapsed. Dead Do they have any like stuff on them? Pockets? Um, if, You're gonna lose bodies. If you want to spend the time, just to, a couple, not all. Or not, I'm just gonna check a couple. Uh, Are you waiting for us to come out? Yeah. Yeah, we'll say you reach into one pocket and you come out with... Goop! Goop! Say goop! (laughs) Uh, We'll say what may have once been some kind of uh, edible something. Oh no. But is just covered in filth. Um, If you go up to one of the cyclopses, cyclopses, they have no pockets. Uh, Neville's going to make his way to the vine uh, to cross over and see, check on uh, Nameless and Calyus. So, yeah. I guess. Uh, 
lead in the way. Kind of waiting for you on the other side of one of the vines is Kelly's. Uh, she is covered from head to hoof to hoof to tail in gore and gunk and ooze. One could and even goop. say, "Yeah, it is." And icker. And icker. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to Iacus and wipe my hand on him. I guess turnabout's fair play. Uh, you know, she's quite a ways away, and she kind of waves both hands over her head. Her staff is broken, and she's just got, like, one piece of it. Um, and she says, have you seen Nameless? No. Have you? And she comes running, but stops at, at the vines, holding up the temple, and... Uh, she says, I haven't seen him. And from behind you, you hear a voice go, oh, he's all right. <laughs> I, hey, uh, random. I think he'll he'll be just fine. Uh, hey, Iacus, how are you? I, I'm good. I was expecting you. Oh, well, I have to introduce a slight bit of predictability. Uh, because if everything you do is uh, chaotic, you can expect chaos. But if occasionally you are punctual and predictable that in and of itself is chaotic so how are you and she just walks up to you she's got her got her spear as her walking stick shoulders it my you've been busy hello there neville just looks at her like does he remember so while she's in your sight all of your previous conversations come back. She's literally out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Indeed. You know, it's it's funny. I, even though I didn't remember, I could still feel it. You could feel what? <laughs> she kind of like looks you up and down. Not to be rude, but have you embraced naturism? Well, it was growing on me, and he'll gesture to his uh, to where the the patches of bark skin were. And oh, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. They really were uh, quite nice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think uh, I owe you quite a lot. For for what? I haven't done anything at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Just call it uh, inspiration. Uh, that's kind of you. You're welcome. One thing about working, not working, with knowing random, is she hasn't helped at all. Ever. Before. No, that's, that's not true at all. I distinctly recall helping you out of a sticky situation with an erupting volcano. Oh, yes, there, there was one time she was allowed to help. But other than that, she's never helped. We we don't even barely know her. Is that the party line? <laughs> she kind of looks up at the skies. Yes. Yes. Aside from that... One time. One time. Yes. I haven't helped you at all. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. So, did everybody get what they needed? Yep. Um, question. Sure. You said Nameless was okay. Um, um, he's doing something very stupid. 
Oh, cool. What uh, kind of stupid? It probably involves a tiger and getting a name. So you're kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, that, that was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I, I think he's earned a name. And, uh, you know, I was thinking Storm Tamer. What do, what do you think? Has a has a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Either that or Hagsbane. But I like yours better. I think you would have to explain to the centaurs what exactly a hag is, and that <laughs> that might uh, take a while. Yeah, yeah, and he did stop the storms. So. I, I think that's the angle you might want to go with. He, he, I would clearly never do anything to help him. Uh, you know, that's not true. I, I think. Um, a, a, a chieftain is only as strong as, as his clan. And uh, if he doesn't have strong individuals to help him, uh, you know, he's not much of a chieftain. True. Good thing we're all part of his clan. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, so I just want to check in on you. Um, I'm very glad, Iacus, that you were able to resolve some of your familial issues. Although that woman over there, and she points at Calais, who just has the biggest eyes uh, and is staring at random, she probably wants a few more words with you. Probably. And just before that conversation, I have the feeling, since you just... Ironically, happened to be in the neighborhood um, with impeccable timing. Mm -hmm. uh, that your patron, shall we say, has something further planned for me that I uh, will have to uh, be leaving again, right? No, actually. And she reaches down and uh, off of one of her, her bags pulls up a... a uh, pocket sundial mm. and like flips the lid and the little spike pops up and she goes mm, you might have what we in the business call a little bit of downtime oh. at the moment um, things are not progressing as smoothly around the world as they need to be yes so I'm not telling you how to live your life but I think it would be best for you and best for Nameless if maybe you hung around for a bit. Okay. And she clicks it closed. Now, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But I have to ask, when the opportunity presents itself, I still have my nieces to, to rescue or help. They don't really aren't really the rescuing type, but uh, um, I can count on you to let me know what's going on on the broader world, right? Well, one of them has her hands full with Kiyoshi. I, <laughs> I seem to. No. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know about that. Scene, I know, but I we know, know. That. And the other is uh, planning to assassinate the emperor. I think. 
So, I'm sure, one way or another, you'll be hearing about them <laughs> soon. Ish. All right. And, uh... I mean, so I've heard. Gosh, I... it would be a terrible thing if something happened to the Emperor of the Sun Chaser Sovereignty, wouldn't it? Technically, yes. It would be devastating. In more ways than one. Mm. Or so I've heard. Yeah. I would never uh, assist anybody who is directly assaulting one of the foundations of the world. That would be silly and irresponsible. Didn't your little fox friend want something to happen to them? Uh. You know, that that's a topic that we maybe had better not get into. <laughs> she is... And she kind of thinks about it for a second. She is captaining her own path at the moment, and that may and or may not be a good thing. <laughs> or so uh, I've heard. Okay, what about the pretty boy? Don't you want to find him too? Well, of course I do. They're all friends. I'm right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> puts, his, puts his hands and he, he feels more confident than ever. He's just, completely naked. Not completely. He's got his long top. He, he knows people don't want to see the, the junk. Well, why they haven't come. you asked about him? I was saving... I was going through it. I only oh, asked about two are people you so in far. love with him? Is that <laughs> no, why but... you were asking about him last? Well, you no, might, he's ooh, still maybe Khalees shouldn't shouldn't. Well, do you know, maybe maybe you could make it work with with uh, maybe maybe make a, you know, there's there's other systems besides just monogamy. You know, I mean, maybe I'm three boys. I'm no, they're all family. I just have to ask about those closest to me, and then my later adopted family, and then more adopted family. Okay, continue, random. You're actually adopting him? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What, what was I continuing with? He wanted to know about the pretty elf, I think. Which one? The the pretty boy that he was the, with? There were multiple pretty elves oh. in our friend group. Um, you already covered his nieces. He is going through some changes. Um, oh, is he not going to be pretty anymore? Listen, hair is growing in strange places, <laughs> and he's getting weird feelings. That's that's what happens. To are, are those weird feelings about ham? <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. I I don't know. I haven't spoken to him, and she looks up in a while. <laughs> okay. And don't plan on speaking to him for some time. She looks around, kind of shifty-eyed. Uh huh. So uh-huh. so, what are we supposed to do if he's got some downtime? You know, it dawns on me that there is still a whole fight ahead of Nameless. And he could probably use some capable advisors. Got anywhere else to be? No. Now that he doesn't want you murdered. Also, I have a ritual that's going to take a couple days. And Um, it needs to be, like, here. I would get on that if I were you. Do we need to go back right away? I, uh, I, they, whenever I go talk with Calais, y'all can 
Y'all can go start the ritual. We'll join shortly. Okay. No, wait. I want, I want to see you walk up to her and see if she kills you. Well, there was the reason if, I was sending you away to the arcane ritual. Or if there is fighting. Before she, you, you As this is going on, uh, Neville's going to slip away to Calais and, and just kind of like, Stella, you, you are a strong and capable woman. That's the rumor, yes. Uh, you think a little... Um, before, before you ask whatever you're going to ask, who is she? Uh, her name is Random. And... from She's the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> and... I'm going to uh, ask you something. You think a girl like that would go for you know, a, a naked shrimpy little guy like me. She, uh, says, well, um, let, let's put it this way. I, I would consider myself, um, fairly out of Iacus's league. And yet somehow, uh, he not only managed to, uh, bed me, but wed me. So, Anything's possible. Hmm. And that's a good point. And Neville will uh, touch where his horns used to be. And be like, that's a good point. She, uh, she says, "Did you see Nameless?" Hmm. Do I see any tracks or anything that indicate where he might have gone? So, no. No. No, I haven't. We should probably find him soon. That's worrisome. She says that that he's doing something stupid. That tracks. Does it narrow it down? Doesn't (laughs) narrow it down from his normal behavior. Do you think there's any dire tigers around here? I don't know. This is the first time I've ever been to the jungle. Right. Uh, on, On the island... Random says, well, uh, you know, this is probably going to be the last time we see each other for a while. So, um, anything, anything I can do to help while I'm still around? I mean, I'll still be around, around, but not around like this. Yes, two things. One, thank you. Uh, thank you for doing nothing and bringing these people no, it's just in a direction. Crazy happenstance that Clearly such a motley no crew of individuals found themselves thrust together on an adventure that would simultaneously resolve all of their issues. And, and, and the second request is very near and dear to my heart. Um, Sorry. You don't happen to have a jacket. (laughs) (laughs) She she looks down at her vest and says, "Um, I don't really get cold. Um, So no, but I'm sure something can be arranged. And she kind of pats you on the cheeks. 
you know, since I'm moving forward, I'm allowed to help you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can... Great sacrifices made. What we can do. <laughs> she, she turns to uh, Thea and goes, I know this is a huge ask, but can I see that book that I gave you? Why? I just need to do something to it real quick. Am I getting it back? That depends. On what? Um, I'll make Neville blush if you hand me that book. <laughs> Tell me you don't want to see him turn red from head to toe. He's still I mean, talking to Kelly. You we've already seen that. You got furry too. And horny. No, I, I, I mean in, in the uh, slightly fun sort of way. You're going to flash him? Something like that. You're going to give it back? Sure. Thea very slowly gives her the book, and huh. Random's going to have to kind of tug it from her hands. Yeah, Random, you know, is a lot stronger than she looks, and she just, I imagine at one point, like, goes to pick the book up, and, and Thea is still attached to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she just lifts it up and kind of shakes it a little Shake. bit until Thea falls off. Yeah. And she holds out her hand, and she says, I want you to take this as the most sincere compliment. I needed someone to keep them together during this whole thing. And she shakes the shakes the book a little bit and then holds out her hand and it starts to glow. And uh, eventually it becomes too blinding to look at. Uh, and she closes her hand around it and she starts to go down on all fours, and as she does, uh, her skin turns to scales. Uh, she sprouts <laughs> these gigantic bronze and gold wings from her back, and Thea finds herself face-to-face -face with about a 50-foot-long dragon. I think Neville notices that. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty. Uh, wow, my loincloth got tight. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, random doesn't move her mouth when she speaks, but when she breathes, just the, the heat waves coming off of her mouth are enough to kind of force you back a little bit. And she says, thank you. You are also very pretty. And when she rears up, you can see there is a very particular scale missing from her chest. And she just takes that book and slots it into place. God damn it. And it finishes glowing and turns into a scale. And she looks back over at Neville and gives him a wink. He turns, uh, so, starts at his feet. Red just, <laughs> so, at first it's a faint shade of red, goes all the way up to the top of his head. Then a deeper shade of red. And then finally, about as red as he was as a tiefling. And, uh, she winks at Thea again and says, I'm really, really sorry about the book. And other things. No, you're not. I promise you I am. I hold a great reverence for knowledge. You should see my personal library. Can I? Someday? Someday. I, I imagine you will be able to find your way there. But in the meantime, I have to be going. She uh, looks over her shoulder, 
gives a nod to Iacus and says, You'll, I'm sure, know when the time is right. And then she uh, flies up into the air, flies up over the trees and out of sight. And as soon as she is, everyone except Iacus forgets random. Even Thea. Is somebody still red with a boner? Yeah. Never <laughs> said anything about the boner. Ne- you guys think everything's sexual. Neville is just... Ne- Neville it's, is... It's, it's like a pure romantic thing. Neville is uh, standing there. His skin is particularly red. He feels kind of embarrassed. Are you all looking at? I need to get some clothes. Where's 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 Nameless? Uh, do we still have the rituals that she needed to? Yes. yes. This, oh. She took my possessed book. Oh, okay. All right. Just double checking. Yes, she took the Dragon Scale book. All right. Just making sure which book was which. Uh, from behind Neville and Calais, you hear some rustling in the forest in the jungle, and. Out of, a, out of a tree steps a creature that's probably 15, 16 foot long. Um, it stands about 8 foot tall at the shoulders. And uh, it is a large feline covered in spikes. Uh, just bony protrusions all over its head and shoulders. Uh, then another one steps out. And another one. And another one. And another one. And another one, then another one. Yeah. And then some cubs step out behind it. Uh, they have the same build, but they're probably the size of a pony instead of being the size of a horse. Or gigantic hoof, uh, not hooves, feet. And they, they do not quite have the same uh, level of bony protrusions. And when they see you and see Calais, they, you know, hunch down and start growling and going into attack position. And then from behind the tree comes Nameless. And when they see him, all of them just stretch out and lay down at his hooves. And uh, he looks at Calais, looks at Neville, says, fine. I thought it was time we tried things a little differently. Neville gets a big grin on his face. And uh, looks at uh, Iacus and looks at Kelly's uh, and I think I like where this is heading. And then you hear from across the way, like, are those kittens? And and that's where we'll leave off is with uh, Nameless giving Iacus a, a big wave, and the the three of you on the island seeing these gigantic dire tigers just kneeling at his feet. Iacus calls out, Hell, Storm Tamer! And that's where we'll, we'll leave off. So you guys didn't die. Nope. Thanks, Neville. <laughs> <There's the hat. laughs> nerd rage. <laughs> Never pick on the nerd. So, uh, I think what we're going to do now is... We'll finish up this episode, and then for the patrons, I want to do a quick little wrap-up where these guys can ask some questions about the first of the Season 3 mini-campaigns, mm-hmm. since uh, we are going to be doing one for each of the characters. And uh, 
yeah. So, before we get into that, you guys got anything? No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, I want to repeat a point raised earlier in this campaign, though. Fuck Gary. That was a nice jacket. <laughs> it was it was an alright jacket. It, it just had sentimental through, value. It's been through some shit. It has been it's probably a holy jacket at this point. With literal holes. Yeah, yeah. I mean it did get blown off a fucking mountain. Really what it puts me in mind of is that uh, that scene in Shanghai Noon where, you know, he runs through the shootout. And then it's like, see, they didn't even hit me. And when he holds up his arm, there's just a thousand bullet holes in his jacket. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't think I've got anything else. Just, you know, Neville says support naturism. Yeah. <laughs> Except when you get embarrassed. That's, mm. that's got to be a piece of art there. It's just, just let just it all. Neville and uh, Wolf Swift hanging out. So, <laughs> support, support naturism. Um, all right, well. Uh, if that's the case, then go to the places, do the things. Uh, sponsor an F-bomb. Sponsor an F-bomb. Books are good for you. Read the banned ones. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, who knows? You might end up with your very own angel of something something. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.